Did he call up the law firm of uh, Daniel Clinton Locks and ask for the uh, the last will and testament team? I believe mom doesn't mom doesn't look at you the same way she looks at Mark Rick. You just you just keep doing what you're doing, man. You know what? Just don't don't let me get in your way. Just Casper the ghost over here. I'll pay for counseling, bro. We we enjoy we enjoy our time with you guys every week. Um, let's never do this again. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs, so let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> Daniel, I just, just don't know who I am anymore. Listen, we were just saying before we got online, Clint, I don't know where it was in the contract that there's an expectation that we were going to record this show after a loss. Yeah. But it's it almost didn't happen this uh, uh, this week. We're not. Truth be told, we were looking at each other, and there was a moment we both saw in each other's eyes on on the video conference, and it was the moment where, if one of us suggested, "Hey, what if we just don't do this?" the other would have jumped all over and said, "Okay, yeah, I'll go with your hundred percent, hundred percent." So we're here, uh, people. Uh, there's just certain times in life that when you say to yourself, "When you're dead inside." When you say to yourself, well, uh, I, I'd be eating my own shoe if not doing this podcast. So, I don't know. Why not do a podcast? I guess. I don't know. I mean, we, 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 had, a, we had a cathartic dumping, but that was, I mean, that was nine months later, Clint. Like, that was, that was a whole lifetime of angst. And, and listen, Georgia fans... We get, uh, there are many different ways to deal with your grief. And we understand yes. that. Uh, you may have noticed uh, our conspicuous absence off of Twitter. We uh, weren't there, people. We're not showing up to that party. Nope. We are, we, we just so happen to, to process grief similarly. If you weren't with us on episode one. Um, and we do that by not speaking to anyone. At all. No one. So recording this podcast is a bit outside of the comfort zone for me. Uh, I do not want to get my feelings out there. I do not want to talk about what I saw or even complain about what I saw. I want to stuff it way down Mm -hmm. and then have it eat me slowly from the inside for the next Mm -hmm. three to five years. That's what I'd like to have happen. Daniel, that sounds so much better than yeah. what we're about to do. Yeah. No, it's not It's not going to be fun. And listen, there are some of you who are who – are, you don't want to get on Twitter and complain and rant. Um, you want to – you don't want to complain and rant at all, nor do you no. want to stuff your bad feelings down deep inside. You You simply want to – Pretend like nothing is wrong. 
and be yeah, a wanna... super optimist. Uh, glass is not half full, but it's like no. nine tenths full. It's barely empty. Everything is moving along swimmingly, and that's and you know what? Good on you. We're not here no, Dan, to judge Dan, you. No, come on. We're not here. No, listen. Clint's we are. We're, we are judging you. It's just we that are, that's yes. not why we're here. That's not oh. why we're, we're not here to judge ah. you. Uh, it just so happens that along with being here, we are just. <laughs> We are judging you. Uh, yeah, it's not our main staple. When we set out the mission statement of this podcast, it was not to judge the silver lining tweet folk. That's That was never in our statement. It just so happens that it's icing on the cake of this podcast. Yeah. And so, listen, we're not going to – we're going to do our best not to just fly off the handle, this this podcast. Um, we're, because, listen, that's not going to help anybody. We're not here no, not. to rant and rave – like lunatics. Um, but we are here to talk about the dogs. And and yep. as yep. much as that's not really what I signed up for when I started this podcast, sometimes no. talking about the dogs means that you have to talk about the dogs. And uh, last week, the dogs, um, we did not cover the spread against LSU, Clint. I don't know Daniel, if you... Daniel, remember when... Remember when uh, you asked me, do you have a lock? And I said, with all confidence, I have a lock. I decreed it from the mountaintop that I have a lock. And I said, we're going to cover easily. And you said to me, well, haven't been a dog fan long enough to realize that's setting yourself up for failure. Turns out, Daniel, I have tasted blood in my mouth and it does not taste good. Gosh, it, it does not taste good. But it does taste familiar. Yeah, uh, it tastes like home. Hmm. Does Disappointment. taste familiar. So, Daniel, Ooh. what we are here to do today, we have a couple of talking points that we want to talk with. And fans, we want you, uh, much like the cathartic dumping, to go with us and go through these talking points. And we're not going to be fair weather. We're still with our dogs. We're not going to be naysayers. Maybe a little bit. Uh, but we are going to take a critical look at a couple of areas. We want, you know, we want to get better is what we're really after here. Uh, and so we're going to help the dogs get better by asking a few questions of each other and hearing what, what we have to say in really kind of a, a few key points. Uh, but we want to talk about the game, what went horribly wrong just for a few moments, not the entirety of it. Uh, we also want to ask each other about the rest of the season and ask one position group or one thing about the team that you would want to change if you could only change one thing what would it be uh so daniel where do you want to start well let's maybe start with uh what you didn't mention on that rundown oh, yes. of the show that yes. that is what we will be covering today on the show uh we, what we've been saying for the last week is that today's show because we're coming up on a bye week uh that today's show would be a mailbag show that we would recap the LSU game, but then we would jump into mailbag questions. We've gotten several uh, questions from you guys. Oh, what's hard is since we boycotted Twitter, we can't really see what yeah, the mailbag we remember, questions are. We remember from last Friday that we had gotten yeah. several questions from you guys. Maybe there have been more yeah. submitted. In our, we don't know that. It, maybe you guys have slid into our DMs since then, but we're not checking that. Nope. So, uh, yeah, here's the thing. 
we are we still want to do the mailbag show we've loved the questions that we've gotten um yeah they were good we are going to just in light of the nature of our conversation today we thought maybe let's just give ourselves a few more days let's give Look, ourselves here's the thing. a little here's the time thing. When, when you take your dog who's 15 years old to the vet and you don't come back with the dog you don't Hello. want somebody to ask you what do you want for dinner you, you don't want to talk about plans for dinner you just want to let it sit for a little bit and be okay with that so we're not going to ask any questions. We're not going to answer any questions right now. We're going to let we're going to give the proper send-off to Saturday that it deserves. And, and and it turns out that the proper amount of time to let our dog bot dead body lie in the ground as to just piggyback off a beautiful analogy by Clint uh the right amount of time is till Thursday. Is that correct? Correct. That's that's correct. That's what we're that's that's the paradigm that we're operating on. Our dog is dead, and we're gonna wait till Thursday to answer your mailbag questions because of that. I so, wouldn't answer an email for three for three days if my dog died. I'd let those sit. All right, so Thursday's episode, in addition to our locks, obviously we will not have a Georgia game to preview, so we'll take that portion of the podcast. Uh, and we will jump into at least a few of your mailbag questions. If there's more that we're not able to get to, we'll get to them maybe on the following Monday show or some other time. Uh, we'll get to your questions. So if you have questions, you can submit them. If you have questions about this loss or the nature of our fandom uh, after this loss, if there are things mm-hmm. that you want to know about uh, our thoughts on the team now, given the fact that uh, Georgia is not going to be undefeated this season, mm-hmm. uh, then feel free to get those in, and we will answer as many as we can on Thursday. So uh, hit us up on Twitter for that mailbag episode still coming. Just um, respect the fact that our dog is dead is all we're asking. Respect you to do. that. Just, that's, all we're, that's all we're saying, okay? So Rufus, Rufus lived a good life, but he, he is did. no longer Man, with us. Um, yeah. He was murdered by a tiger. By a tiger. Tiger just came up and snatched his head off. All right, so let's start. Let me just start with this simple question, Clint, because I feel like it's going to help us frame the the nature of the rest of our conversation. And Georgia fan, this is a question that before you listen to the rant of another Georgia fan, this is a question you need to know about them, because you have to. They have to answer this, and you have to answer it as well. Because one of two things is happening when a Georgia fan begins to rant about what happened on Saturday. Either that Georgia fan is ranting because they're disappointed in the underperformance of of a team that they still believe to be a great team. Correct. And they're disappointed, frustrated, mad, furious, uh, suicidal, apoplectic, whatever the word may be, about a, a subpar performance. Or that Georgia fan believes that the team is a subpar team. And those Correct. two things are very different things. Both are very, very rightly able to make you furious but they Mm -hmm. are two very different trajectories when it comes to complaining about this team and so rather than ask are we a good team or not clint i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put it to you this way 
I think we can both agree the season hinges on one question for Georgia. Are mm. we going to lose another regular season game this year? Are we going to lose again before the SEC tournament? Will we go to the SEC championship or the SEC championship, not tournament, sorry. Thinking of basketball already. As soon as Georgia football loses a game, yeah. I immediately, my brain immediately just goes, well, basketball season's right, on, right around the corner. Here we he, go. Here he we does. go. He, he, uh... Hey, son, Rufus is dead. You want to go get a new dog? Freaking Daniel over here, just moving on. That's, hey, you know what? If the dog comes with Tom Crean, just give, sign me up for the dog. Sign me up mm. for the new dog. All all the Tom Crean in the world. Guy can have more than one dog, Clint. Um, <laughs> okay, will we go will to the we? SEC championship game with a chance to win and go to the playoffs? Right, if we lose another regular season Correct. game, we're out. Then we're out of the playoff. We can still win 100%. the East and win the SEC championship, or rah rah, throw a parade, but we're out of the playoff. Okay, right. so the question, Clint: Are we going to lose another regular season game this year? Um, sometimes I hate when. Uh, Daniel gets on his rolls of talking so eloquently because here's what it means at the end of it. He gets to set up the question, pose it, and then say, so what do you think, Clint? And then I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here like a, like a dummy having to answer that question. Uh, Daniel. It would make for very good podcasting if I asked myself questions and answered them and you just well, sat silently the entire time. It would make for better podcasting if I set it up. If you would let me set it up, that'd be great, Daniel. So next next question of after no, we're not going to have this not going to have this problem again. Let's, we're not going to have this problem again. Here's why. I just talked myself into it. We're not going to have the problem after Rufus is dead and I'm 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 still a shell of a person that I have to ask are we going to lose again? Because Daniel, the next two games are the two games that the season hinges on. Auburn, Correct. Auburn, right? Auburn don't scare me anymore. Do they not? We can get to that if you want a little pick me up at the end of the episode. We can talk about what's happening now on the planes. Hey, uh, hey, Gus. <laughs> sup? How's sup, that, Gus? How, how's that buyout treating you, Gus? How's that buyout? How happy is Gus Malzahn right now? He he's is about to get just, paid a lot of money. He is just rolling back to the crib after the after taking another L. Just thinking about. All those oh. millions and millions of dollars he's about to get paid to not have a job. Right. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Gus, he just dropped a whole bunch of travel brochures down at the table and said, where you, pick, where you wanna pick go? your top three. Where you want to go? Pick, pick three of them because we'd be okay because I'm about to get fired. He, <laughs> does he last the rest of the season? He will last the rest of the season yeah, because... I think so too. Uh, because you don't gain anything by firing him early. Yeah, I, I right, don't even right. know if they can fire him this. I don't know. It, it would be a a real ballsy move by Auburn to fire him the year after he signs this mega extension with a mega buyout. You're paying him maximum money now yeah. to fire him. It would just it would be the administration be basically saying like shooting up flares. And hiring a skywriter to say, we're idiots. Yeah. Like, hey, 
My name is whatever the heck his name is. I'm the athletic director at Auburn, and I'm an idiot. Hey, when, you, when you're able to make Tennessee look good, wow, you're doing something wrong. Jared Guarantano looked like an elite quarterback. Did game. he ever. By the way, uh, just a little – Jared Stidham, I don't know if you've been coached down there, but let oh me give my. you – let me give you a little word of advice. When backpedaling 12 yards and two guys draped on you and What's a screen... What's the best thing to do? What's the best thing to do, Clint? Screen already busted up. Here's what you shouldn't do. Hmm. Throw the ball anywhere near the busted play. Yeah. You just... You, you shouldn't so you're saying that. So you're saying I, I shouldn't just lob it up there and hope my guy's the guy that comes down with it. And see who comes down with it. I don't know. There's a, unit, there's a guy in pads over there. Oh. Is he on my team? I don't know. Uh, no, so Auburn doesn't scare me whatsoever. Um, after the beatdown they took from Tennessee, down on the plains, Jeremy yeah. Pruitt, good for you. Georgia so Tech, next... Auburn, Georgia Tech, these games are not scaring you. We got Florida no, after the Florida bye. We got Kentucky after that. That's it. This is the season. Um, Daniel, we don't lose the rest of the year is my, is my feeling as of right now. We put, will not lose. You're putting your foot in the ground. I'm putting my foot in the ground, and I am cutting up field like DeAndre Swift should have been fed the ball more to do all game, but I digress. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, you do. I digress. Um, we will not lose the rest of the game. Florida is not the same team as they think they are. You want to talk, holy jeez. Let's feel better about ourselves really quick. Daniel, did you this weekend threaten to go up against a man twice your muscular size uh, because he was concerned about his player. Did you do that this weekend? Why did we have to lose this game? There were so many hilarious things that happened in the SEC and around the country this weekend that we could have been talking about on this podcast. And it's all marred by our inability to, to win. We had to go and lose this game. Clint... He did it again against Vandy. Like, Todd Grantham has tried to fight the coach at Vandy now twice in the last decade. Different coaches. Yep. With him coaching at different schools. Yep. And yet something about Nashville makes Todd Grantham just all hot and bothered. Like, he cannot. He can't do it, Daniel. He, he literally can't control himself. Uh, and by the way, Mullen and Grantham, you guys are blessed that somebody kept you away from Derek Mason. How many he seconds would've... does it last with Mullen and Grantham at the same time going after Derek Mason? How many seconds until they're both unconscious? I, I don't know. How quick can Derek Mason get his hand from his pocket to their throat? That's how I mean, long it lasts. It's less than twenty guys until oh. they are both stone cold unconscious on the ground, and Derek Mason is just casually walking away, there's, like there's not this, even uh, mad. Yeah, not even caring. not even. There's, mad. there's this scene in the new Mad Max where Mad Max comes back from something, and they're like all concerned because he got blood on him, and they're like, "Oh, are you okay?" And then somebody says, "That ain't his blood." That's what Derek Mason does to these guys. They're like, "Derek, you you like you like covered in blood, man," and they're like. Oh, oh okay, sorry. That's, that's not his. I should wash up. <laughs> I should wash up now. Uh, uh, okay, no, Clint, Daniel, we're not so, losing so back, a game. I'm sorry. The rest we're not of the losing season. a game the rest of the season. That's what what say saying. you? This is that's a, what I'm saying. You're saying this is a good team. 
than a out a bad performance. Daniel, do you Not remember this last is year? A bad please, team. please remember last year. Please, and okay. I know you don't talk want to, to remember some parts. Talk to me. Talk to me about last remember year. Remember last year when we had? Did we have skill last year on both sides of the ball? Sure. We had great skill. Did we have great coaching? Yes. Did we have great sure. execution? Yes. Did we have a great season? Yes. Sure we did. Did we go down to Auburn and lay a giant egg? Sure we did. In the plains. We did. And we lost badly. And everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And we went out and we won out the rest of the year. Daniel, history is repeating itself again. That's exactly what happened this game. Instead of Auburn, we went to LSU midseason, lost a horrible game in which nothing fell our way and nothing went right and we couldn't execute. And we will go on just like we did last year because we're a good team with good players and good coaches. We will win out. Um. All right. Well, I hear all of those points. Um. Oh. Oh, guys. I, I, I loud and clear. Okay. Um. But, give me, give me the butt. Last Daniel. year, in fact, was was much worse than this year. Not really much, much worse. worse. Uh, to Auburn, but we did lose worse. We lost forty to seventeen last year against Auburn. We lost thirty six to sixteen this year against LSU. Um and and all of our points virtually in the Auburn game were garbage were after garbage the game time. was decided. Oh yeah. This game actually, you know, for better or for worse, Georgia fans, uh this game actually got interesting again in the second half. There was moments in ever. the second half when when you thought we might come back and do this. Um Gosh, <laughs> that fumble. Here's the oh, thing. Fumble. Here's the thing. Clint, okay, about the rest of the season is I want to hear you about Auburn and look it does it does it is eerily similar to last year uh-huh. uh here's the difference between okay. this year and last year I'm gonna go through a few one last year we came into that Auburn game with little to no doubt in any reasonable human being's mind that we were a great team. We came into that game having beaten Notre Dame on the road, who by week 11 in the season last year when we played Auburn, had proven themselves to be a formidable opponent. If you recall Mm. last year, Notre Mm. Dame was, they were, they were, they had one Mm. loss. At that point in the season, they were ranked in Dame, the top I think, five. I think Notre Dame was found out to be a fraud because you know who else was ranked two or three in the nation last year? Miami. E, that's true. Okay. But Notre Dame, first of all, I mean, just because both of the teams were ranked high doesn't necessarily mean that both of the teams were frauds because they lost one or two games. Uh my point is that Georgia had beaten somebody last year. Okay? Okay. Mississippi okay. State, ranked team. We blew yeah. them out. Uh, Notre Dame, maybe not ranked when we played them. I can't even remember. But uh, went on were, to but... have a great season. We okay. beat them on their home field. Yeah. Okay? Uh, this year, Georgia has done none of that. Okay? Georgia has not shown me anything this year that gives me the confidence to know 
that this game is a mirage. I'm not saying the game is not a mirage. I haven't gotten to my answer yet. I'm just providing you with some foundation that that is a reason I can't be confident that this is this game is not who we are. Did, did you? Did you? Uh, I, I assume you did not. You didn't catch any of the Alabama Mizzou game after our loss, did you? You're asking me if I watched any football yeah, I, after I you I, Georgia Daniel, lost. Daniel, Daniel, I said I thought I knew the answer, but I wanted yeah. to make sure. Well, Daniel, just, I'm I, just, I'm just making sure. I did hear Alabama stupid... punted, and I did hear yeah. that their punter sucks. Yeah. Uh, you ask a stupid question, get a stupid answer. I understand. You did not yeah. watch football after our loss. I needed to watch. I went immediately to Alabama, Mizzou. I needed some film. You don't think Mizzou victory was anything? They scored 10? Against Alabama? Yeah, they scored 21 10. less yeah. than Arkansas? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. That's they, a they were. That's a no. They were yeah. at Bama. Mm-hmm. They held Bama under 40. Mm-hmm. Bama did not look good mm-hmm. in this game. Mm-hmm. The we, eye test. We beat him by 14. Yeah. Uh, no. That's On the a, road. That's a no. Yeah, okay. For me. Right. I'm, I right. mean, it, do I think last year's Mississippi State team or this year's Missouri team is a better win? Last year's Mississippi State win. Uh, and South Carolina means nothing to you this year. Uh, have you seen any football? That South Carolina is a bad team. They're bad. Did you see? Did you see him? Did you see him go toe to toe with A and M this weekend? Uh, I did. They came out on the bottom of that okay. game, well, but uh, but I did see him put up a fight. Okay. But but I'm not. But I just haven't. You don't care. No. Listen. The the All two right. the three best teams in the East are Georgia, Florida, and Kentucky in some order. Okay. And and okay. if you or you, do you disagree? Or do you agree? No, I, I'm with you. No, I'm okay. with you. Yeah, 100%. So, we haven't played yeah. a schedule yet that gives me the confidence that I had after the Auburn game last year. And let me just tell okay. you what else we don't have. Um, I just, we don't have the proven ball players on this team that we had on that last year's team. We just, mm. we just don't have them. We have see, we have see, ultra where... talented. Okay. Uh, we have an ultra talented, very deep roster. We do okay. not have yet players that have proven themselves to be consistent and game changing type players. We don't have them on defense. We don't have them on offense, like we did on last year's team. I, I think. There's no doubt in my mind, none, yeah. none whatsoever, that last year's team was better than this year's team, objectively. Do you disagree? There's no doubt in my mind. 2017 Georgia was a better team than 2018 Georgia has been so far. Uh, yes, I must... I have to agree with you. You have to agree. I have to agree with you. I want I want to disagree, but I I can't so, I have no basis. Um I, listen, I went before we played LSU. Mm-hmm. I was as nervous about the Florida game. I told you this. Before yeah, we didn't. played LSU, I was so nervous about the Florida game that I almost couldn't even think about LSU because I was so nervous about the Florida game because I know I knew 
what now is being touted by all Georgia fans that in reality that LSU game doesn't even matter it's not even it doesn't matter it's not like it hurts us a little it genuinely doesn't even hurt us at all the game doesn't matter because to your point there's only two games that we can lose for the rest of the season if you're going to say that we're going to beat Auburn easily uh, which they could turn it around and find something blah 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 but but if we lose either of those two games, then we may wear, we probably will lose the East, even oh. if we had beaten LSU. Yes. Yes. And so one loss Georgia, who didn't win the East, doesn't have a snowball's chance of making the college football playoff, which means no. season is over if we lose to Florida. It doesn't matter if we beat LSU or not. Now that I've seen what I saw on Saturday – and I get that Florida did not look great against Vandy, and we blew the crap out of Vandy. Uh, but now that I've seen what I've seen from us on Saturday, I am terrified of the Florida game, and we'll have two weeks to talk about that. And let me just say this. <laughs> Kentucky plays Vandy this week at home. They okay. play Missouri next week on the road. You okay. better be right about Missouri. Because, right. listen, if we go to Kentucky, that's a terrible environment it's a sleepy garbage can it's second only to vandy in terms Mm -hmm. of sec environments Mm -hmm. but if kentucky has one loss and that georgia kentucky game is for the sec east that place is going to be wild it's going to be a night it's going to be a a big time environment it's going to be a big time game and it is going to be wild i'm not saying it's going to be lsu but georgia fan just be honest with yourself. You do not want to go into that game with Kentucky having trying to put, win the East by beating you at home. No. You do not no, want that scenario. So you need Missouri to beat Kentucky if you're a Georgia fan. So back to the question. <laughs> yes. Are we going to win the rest of our games? If you put a gun to my head and you made me decide right now, just for the record, no one is doing that. You can't see that on the audio, so right. it's it's his word just against mine. Know. It's his word against mine. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, if you put a gun to my head and made me decide, I would say yes. We are going to win the rest of our games this season, but I, I do not like our team right yeah. now. I do. Okay. I I don't. I don't like us Daniel, at all. We we may have done the stupidest decision in the entire world to begin before the season started. We didn't know how stupid it was. Uh, we had planned a time to come out to Nashville and be with you and your family and to hang out and potentially get some free tickets to a game, maybe somehow, some way. But if not, we were going to watch the game together. Daniel... I don't know what my airline's policy is on changing flights. You might want to look into uh, it. I might want to look into I'm, how much I mean, of I'm a telling change you, fee. I have had so many. I have literally thought. I don't know. I think you know this, Clint. Other than other than my wife, yeah, you are the next person in line that I would be willing to watch a game with. Right. On the planet. I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. 
If I eat, right. if, if well, I can right even now, stomach the idea of another yeah. human being in the room yeah. when I watch this game. Yeah, we, uh, I might be at the airport just, <laughs> just, just, just waiting. Post it up just, on the bar. Just can I get you to up. put that TV on CBS? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, excuse me, excuse me, uh, sir. Uh, bartender at this Mexican restaurant that I'm sitting at right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could I get you to pop on a CBS for me over here? <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, Daniel, you're right. It's it's gonna be a full sweat, guys. Georgia fans, it's a full sweat from here on out. The rest of the season, well, the next the next three weeks, full sweat. It you should be insanely interested, Daniel. Great point on Mizzou. Better better show their A game. Uh, better come up. Uh, and get off the sleepiness that they had. They're, Mizzou's kind of like, in my mind, I, I think they're ultra-talented, as weird as that is to say. They're kind of like the guy who's just got his life completely upside down and is passed out most of the time in the corner. But every so often you wake him up and you're like, hey, can you pick up the guitar and start strumming? And he he plays this magnificent song. And you're like, holy jeez, that was good. And then he passes out again in the corner. Yeah, That's what I feel Mizzou is. I, I need them to wake up and play well. For just Jared, one week. Do Jared Stidham and Drew Locke have a bet for who could get drafted lower? <laughs> because how bad are both those guys playing right now? There are literally NFL GMs lining up to give them millions of dollars, and they're just playing as if they don't want any of it. We don't. We don't really want that. Okay, so Clint, we're on the same page, albeit I am okay. teetering. On the verge of yeah. just full blown saying Georgia sucks and we're never going to win another game. Okay, but we're on the same page now. That and the and the page that we're on, to be clear, is this team is not bad. This no. team had a bad game, which the means the worst. Which means Georgia fans that all of the complaining that we're doing is not bemoaning how bad our team is. It's bemoaning how we played, un- how much under the standard we played, and Correct. how much better we can do. We both believe that the that the better is coming uh, yes. for this team. So, where is we're not going to go through and rehash everything that went wrong on Saturday? Because to be honest with you, uh, I'd like to go to sleep some point tonight. Yeah, right. uh, we can't. We don't. My have kids want to see me again. We don't have the time or the capacity. Mentally or physically, I don't have the patience. Just I don't have the character, the, to, the integrity, <laughs> to chronicle everything that went wrong on Saturday. No, here's what we're gonna do. I want to know mm-hmm. uh, from each of us. I want to know what is the worst part of this team. What is the area then? If we're both gonna say this team played under the standard and it needs to do better, and it can do better. What is the area that it needs to do better in the absolute most? If you're going to choose one thing about this team to get better, what is it? Daniel, I'm going to give you a comparison to prove my point because it's not going to be it's not going to be well received. Point. What I'm about to say is not okay. going to be well received, but I I don't care because I'm right. Okay. Uh, here it is. Have you seen the New York Giants play football recently? Uh, rumor has it. I don't watch the NFL because it's garbage can of a product. Yeah, garbage can. The NFL uh, is a garbage can of a product. So true. But rumor has it the New York Giants are terrible. 
at football. They're terrible. Uh, here's what the New York Giants did. They went out and they got a good defense. They went out and drafted an all-world running back who's mm-hmm. lighting things up. Absolutely. Um, and they have a okay team, but they are just a dumpster fire of an organization because of one thing and one thing only. They have a quarterback who cannot improvise, who cannot scramble, who cannot get away from pressure, and cannot make the big play when all best laid plans go to the wayside. If they had another quarterback who could maybe escape the pocket, who could maybe ad-lib a little bit, who threatened them with a bigger arm, New York Giants would be a good football team, Daniel. Hmm. The the thing on this team that is a domino effect to everything else, the three and outs that happened at the game that put our defense back on the field after they had gotten a stop on a short field and, and LSU kicked a field goal, or the the long drive in which Ledbetter just, instead of pass rushing, just leaned on the offensive tackle and said, I'm going to chill here for a little bit if that's okay with you. You guys are going up-tempo. I'm exhausted. Uh, all of that goes to the wayside if Justin Fields is our starting quarterback right now. This is not a popular opinion, and I don't care. I am loudly honking the horn to say wow. Jake Fromm is a good quarterback. I I am not saying Jake Fromm is a bad quarterback. He is a good quarterback. I like Jake Fromm. He is accurate. He can throw on the right hash like nobody's business. But the worst part of the game for me was when he took a sack out of field goal range because he couldn't escape and he couldn't read and he couldn't check down or when DeAndre Swift was wide open and he was running and he had to make a throw and it was the worst throw I've ever seen. Justin Fields can ad-lib. When things break down, he could make something happen that Jake Fromm is limited at. His ceiling is so much lower. We can't take low ceilings anymore. We need guys that threaten and can bust a play and score at will we need Justin Fields as our starting quarterback. Wow, I did not, I did not see that coming. Just a you didn't full blown, full blown. And plea. I said at the beginning before we got on this, you asked me this, and I and I said I think it's our inability to get a first down when we need it. And the more I thought about it as the minutes went on, as we were recording, the more I thought we can't get a first down because. We got we got somebody who's a statue in the backfield who takes sacks. Gosh, how many sacks did he take, Daniel, against LSU? How many times did he have more than four seconds to throw, and he just decided, no, I'm good. I'll I'll take an eight, nine, ten yard loss. Yeah, I mean, so absolutely, Jay from. Listen to me, Georgia fans. If you're not willing to open your mouth and say Jake Fromm had as bad of a game as you could ever see a person have, ever, then you're just, I mean, again, you're just an optimist, Johnny Optimist, or whatever, and you don't, you don't care, I guess, uh, about objective truth. Truth is not a thing in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... I don't know. I just he it was bad uh for Jake Fromm. Now uh I think it's hard for me to to agree with you because of two things. One, okay. Uh 
while quarterback play was bad, it just it was not the worst thing about that game. I I agree. It, I agree with you 100. And while Jake Fromm was bad, this is not going to be a popular opinion either. So just Georgia fans, get ready to hate both of us. Uh, or maybe like <laughs> half of you, you'll each have a favorite yeah, exactly. now. Like you'll, it'll be very clear <laughs> like who, which one of which one of us you prefer. Um, here's the thing, Clint. You don't have any evidence to support that a change in quarterback would be a positive move for this team. You have none. I you, don't. Have, you have zero evidence. Do you know who I, has all the evidence? Who's saving it for himself? Who hasn't given you any? Who's hoarding it and storing it in his pantry? Mm, here we go. The guy who, who makes it? the decision about which quarterback uh-huh. plays, Clint. Uh-huh. So, I'm looking at you, Georgia fans. <laughs> just Guys, just let, before the season began, I asked Daniel what the, fav- what the best part of Georgia football was. Let, what was your answer, Daniel? What was the best part of Georgia football? I don't know. What did I say? It was, it was Kirby Smart and oh. the coaching staff. Yeah, correct. He's the best thing that's that's happened. Now listen, did Kirby call a perfect game? Did Kirby no. do all the right things? He did not. He he will he will tell you as much. He will take responsibility for his actions. But listen. The one guy who knows something more than what freaking rivals has written about a kid in high school. Mm-hmm. The one guy who knows is the guy who's making the decision about which quarterback to play. So, did I want Justin Fields in that game on Saturday? 100%. I did. I was right there with you. I was moaning when Jake Fromm came out onto the field for a couple of those series. I, I So, I'm, I'm right there with you. What I am not willing to say is that uh, Jake Fromm is the or the quarterback play is the weakest link on this team or the the quarterback play is the worst part of this team oh, uh, oh yeah I, I answered the question maybe a little differently I answered this question I answered a different question that we will ask later you're right my question I answered is oh you are answering what would you change about this team that's exactly what I was answering 100% so yeah uh, I was answering the question of what will mask all of our deficiencies elsewhere and I think a change in quarterback masks our deficiencies elsewhere. Uh, I was answering a different question. But, but Daniel, answer for us both. What's the worst part of this team? Uh, well, I don't think you're going to love my answer. Uh, the worst part of this team, and in my mind watching the game, it was obvious. And it's not. it wasn't close. Um, I know a lot of Georgia fans, you're mad at Jim Chaney and you're mad about the play calling. And Elijah Holyfield uh, only had seven carries, uh, and uh, uh, and man, he was murdering some people on those seven he, carries. Elijah Holyfield was carrying us on drives. Could we go? And twenty six, twenty six has has bad memories of Elijah Holyfield. Did he down call downhill. up the law firm of uh, Daniel Clinton Locks and ask for the uh, the last will and testament team? I believe he did. I saw him with a cell phone. Uh, yeah. During the first quarter, just asking uh, if he could if he could have some arrangements made. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Elijah Holyfield put on a show. And just so you guys know, we have taken out our workplace whiteboard of days since Jim Cheney has been criticized. We no longer have that whiteboard anyway. It's not even uh, really have, valid anymore. It doesn't. It's, no, it's just not, every day. It's not valid. Every, every day, day he's on notice. Mm-hmm. Every day Jim Cheney's on notice. <laughs> could we actually, while we're here, I'm going to get to the weakest link of this team. Uh, but could we cue up some apology music real quick? Because I feel like I need to. Okay. okay. I feel like I just need to say, I've already said it once, but uh, Elijah Holyfield, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. Want- I'm sorry, man. Go. I just, I say some things sometimes and I don't really know. It's just this the podcast and I've got this microphone in front of me and I sometimes I feel like I've got to just words start coming out of my mouth hole and I don't know where to put them all and sometimes mm-hmm. I say some things and... Um, you, you just, you just keep doing what you're doing, man. You know what? Just don't, don't let me get in your way. Don't pay uh, no mind to Daniel is what he's I'm saying. Just, yeah. We cool? We cool, bro? Okay. All right. Let I me, feel. let me, uh, let me answer uh, as the, as the captain of the Elijah Holyfield bus. Uh, Daniel, he accepts your apology. Okay. All right. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, feels good. Get that off my chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me talk to you about the worst part of this team, uh, okay. Clint. It's the run defense. There it is. And it's not close. It is not close. L- am I frustrated by the offense? 100%. Sure. you darn right I'm frustrated by the offense. But this run defense, Clint, is terrible. And you want to talk to me about the difference between last year's loss to Auburn and this mm-hmm. year's loss to LSU? It's that this year we can't stop the daggum run to save our life. Do you know how many yards LSU rushed for in this game, Clint? Uh, 246. They rushed for 275 oh yards my gosh. in the game. That How does that feel low from what I watched? That feels like it, it should have been 350 from what I watched. 275 yards Look, in that's not a Georgia defense. Game. That's not that's not our team. Like, I, that's Look, not I'm how we sorry. play football. And I know David Marshall took an injury, and I know um, uh, that we had another uh, defensive line. Who who else was out? Somebody else was out. I can't remember the oh, d- yeah. dude's name right now. Um, uh, right. I can't. Uh, Hawkins Muckle was some, Haw- Hawkins Muckle out. No, he. I think he was playing. Somebody else was out. I don't know. You're Georgia fans. You know who I'm talking about. Look, I know we had a couple injuries on the defensive line. This defensive line is not doing it. No. This linebacking core does not have the speed. Listen, don't get me started on that spot. Oh, my. Don't get me started on the spot. But let me tell you what happened before the spot, Georgia fans, that you you were busy losing your dang mind. I took my shoe off. And hit the wall with my shoe when they spotted that football. The on on third down, because I knew oh, they were going to yeah, go no. for it on fourth yeah. down, and they, they were. and they were going to give it to him no matter what happened, which is exactly oh, yeah. what happened. Uh, let me tell you what happened before that spot. It was second and or it was third and nine, mm-hmm. and and Joe freaking Burrow had nowhere to go and he started running to the sideline and I said oh we got it 
And then nope. it was Natrez Patrick who was just, it looked like speed walking over to where Joe, Bur- it looked, he looked like a 70 year old lady in the mall exercising. Mm. It looked like he was holding three pound weights in each hand wearing a full windsuit. Wearing a full windsuit. Swishing as he went. <laughs> Our linebackers and defensive line no. against the run are so bad. But Daniel, weren't they real tired because of the play calling? Oh because we gosh. threw the ball so much? Let me just <clears throat> let me just stop you right there. Because here's what happened to start this game. LSU, Mm -hmm. three plays, punt. Georgia, five plays, punt. LSU, nine plays, 65 yards. Okay, not all of it was on the ground. There There was a long pass completion in there. Nine plays, 65 yards, field goal. Okay, do you know what happened on the next series? You do, because we I, were just talking about I, it. Georgia, yeah. 12 plays, 59 yeah. yards. Elijah Holyfield, DeAndre Swift were murdering fools. Yeah. We went for the fake field goal. Don't, I, uh, I can't. It did, yeah, Move just on. don't. We're not talking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. We went for the fake field goal. It did not turn out. They got the ball back on their own 14-yard line. Do you know what they did? They went 12 Ran plays, down. 84 yards, and ran the ball down our throats. The longest completion on that drive was a 12-yard pass. And in fact, there were only... No, there was another... There was another... Uh, no, there was a 12-yard pass completion, a 4-yard pass completion, and a 5-yard pass completion. Every other yard they gained on that drive was on the ground. That was in the first quarter after our offense had run... The full length of the field, uh, a long, long drive that took six minutes off the clock. It has nothing to do with being tired. It has to do with being bad at football. And this run defense is bad. And that's the thing that I think moving forward makes me the most nervous about this team. Guys, Florida's going to run all over us. Felipe Franks is, is the guy that you want to try to beat you. But, yes. But they're not going to have to use Felipe Franks, guys. This is going to be 2016 all over again. Mm, don't, oh, don't okay. Say that. Oh, this just don't say let's that. just if we don't do something in the next two weeks to to learn how to stop the run, it is. It's going to be 2016, 2015 all over again. And I can't. I can't. Uh, okay. Why is there any rhyme? Have we heard any reports, any rhyme or reason for the defensive front rotation where all of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're hearing Beal is on the field for how many snaps? Now, I, I'm not saying he played a bad game. I, I think he had a couple good plays in there. He did have My a few. Point, he did have a few good plays. He, he was playing. He was playing really well. My point is not that he is bad or anything. My point is this. Do we know who the heck we are or who we can count on any freaking down on defense? We Do don't. we have any? We don't. We have no we idea. I mean, we are throwing yeah. mud onto a wall and seeing what sticks. And right now, a lot is sliding off. And that's concerning. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's, and it's, 
Guys, it's the same stuff we've been talking about for it's the inside linebacker position. Ugh. Ugh. It is um Yeah, it's the it's the big bodies on the defensive line. Listen, we hadn't said his name all year, but Julian Rochester. Oh man. I'm sorry, bro, but just Casper the Ghost over there. I don't here. know what's happening. In Where your life, did you go. I don't know what's going on with you emotionally. Did a girlfriend break up with you recently? Like, did, but we did need, she steal your heart? We need to talk to somebody about this because I'll pay um, for counseling, bro. We need we need you to be a football player because uh, it's not like Trent Thompson set the world on fire last year. Uh, but golly, he was so much better than what we're rolling in there right now. On the inside, I mean Tyler Clark is the guy that is that is good, but other than that, Clint, who? Uh, what what happened to your boy Brenton Cox this year? What's oh what's he gosh. been up to? Brenton Cox had a couple of good plays, one half of football, and then he's just getting blocked on the edge like it's his business. For the rest of the time, I just, just can't. I uh, yeah, the it's the it's a it's a concern. Now the pass rush is a concern as well. I'm not. I'm it, not. It showed some signs of life though, but I'm not. I don't uh, care about that. I mean, I, yeah, a few, but a few, but it didn't matter right? because uh, I told you no. this on second and ten. Oh, they had to have averaged like nine yards a carry. We went from second and ten to third and one. A hundred times it felt like in that game, like we and and every time they would throw the ball on first and ten, and they would and it would be an incomplete pass, and you would I mean Gary would be up there in the freaking booth saying, "Oh my gosh, let's see if they can run get a few yards on the ground here to make it third and manageable." Everyone knew they were going to run the ball. Second and ten, they're going to run the ball to try to get some yards to make it third and manageable, and they got nine every single. Time. It was halfway, halfway through the game. I they kept on showing Coach O, and uh, this was I think the most infuriating part. Coach Orgeron had had flipped his microphone on his headset up, and he he wasn't speaking into it anymore because he knew this. <laughs> the OC knows exactly what to do. Run it straight down their throat. Do stupid option run with Joe Burrows for twenty five yards. Stop. Because nobody's going to stop them. Stop. And our defense knows what to do. Guys, I I think I'm going to just watch. Coach O just got a front row seat to a beatdown because the the recipe was there. And, and we couldn't do anything about it. It was the most infuriating feeling to know second and ten, they're going to run. And we won't stop them. It was infuriating. Yeah, I don't... Um... Look, I just, this is not, we haven't seen, back to my point about Justin Fields, we haven't seen enough out of Justin Fields to know if he's the answer uh, at quarterback. On the contrary, I think we've seen enough out of Kirby to know that he's the answer at coach. So, yes. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna push our chips in, mm-hmm. and we're gonna bet on Kirby. That's what we're doing. 
and we're just we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take what comes. That's Georgia fan. That's that's as safe as a bet as you've had in a while. Mm-hmm. Because we all love Mark Richt. Nobody more than my wife, according to my son. Uh, apparently, <laughs> according to my son, that's. I might need to be concerned about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way that my wife feels about Mark Rick. But mom doesn't mom doesn't look at you the same way she looks at Mark Rick. God, that, tell me tell me something I don't know. Tell me something <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but but look, we all love Mark Rick. But that Kirby has shown us, without a doubt, he has what it takes to get the most out of this team. The question is. Is there the most to get out of this team? We both answered yes at yes, the beginning. Yes, we both answered that. Right. Uh, and, and so, look, Georgia fans, I know you're mad at Jim Chaney. I might argue, why are you not mad at Mel Tucker? Why am I not hearing anyone mad at Mel Tucker? Uh, because, uh, because, again, because Jim Chaney won't, won't knock me out with an uppercut like Mel would. That's I, why. Again, I just just look at the tape. Yeah. That run defense is so, so bad. Why are we not hearing more? I don't know. I just think Jim Chaney's kind of an easy target. Uh, and yeah. look, there were some bad play calls. I get it. And there were some questionable decisions made. And there was just really poor execution. Uh, was the flea flicker a bad play call? No, it wasn't. Nope. It was a great play call. And it was a touchdown. It was, it was just an awful throw. Uh, before we ran the fake field goal, was the third down play a bad play call when we had Terry Godwin streaking wide open oh in the end zone gosh. that would have made oh. it seven to three Georgia? Oh. Uh, was that a bad play call? No, no, it wasn't a bad play call. Uh, I just, I just think. Are you making my case for me right now? I, I kind of am. I kind of you am. You kind of are. I just. Look, we don't have time to really get into. We'll we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Florida game and what we want to see from the Florida game uh, over the next week and a half. Uh, but we we better see some number one. I just, I'm just look. Here's the deal. I'm just saying. If you get, if we want, if we think Daniel and I both think, we you can't are a look. You can't team. play him exclusively. You you've got to no, play from. No, no. You have you to play cannot. from. I'm with you, hundred percent. Jake Fromm needs to be a good managing quarterback to come in and calm some things out. Also, by the way, uh, I, I just I think Jake Fromm needs to exclusively go to the hurry up, Daniel. Why are we having Jake Fromm huddle? I he he gets in a rhythm when he goes no huddle, hurry up offense yeah. in a way that he doesn't do elsewhere. But when you How can't the stop world? the run, Clint, and the wow. and they're marching the ball down your throat, you can't go hurry up. That's, because if you go uh, hurry up, that that yeah, yeah. defense yeah, is right back on the game, right back on the field. Uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, anyway, here, here's my point. Jake Fromm needs to play. Completely agree. If we want to beat Alabama in the SEC championship, or if we want to face LSU again uh, because they somehow knock off Bama in a game, uh, if we want to win that, we need to have – Justin Fields scaring the lights out of defenses. We need to have that. And I, I better see some number one on offense coming out of the huddle 
against Florida in a couple weeks, against Kentucky. I need to see him much more. I agree. Um, all right. Well, look, we're... We never, we never set out to do this podcast after a loss, but we... That was, by the way, that was our worst podcast. We just, en- we get it. To date, that we, was the worst. We enjoy, we enjoy our time with you guys every week. Um, let's never do this again. Deal? Let's, let's just, never meet like this let, ever. Let us ever. never, let us never have to have this conversation again. Um, a couple things. Uh, one, we are, uh, we will be back on Thursday with the locks. Um, uh, I guess I'm going to watch football this weekend. Um, I'm at least going to bet on football this weekend. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That that I'll do. That you can be sure of. Um, uh, (laughs) well, that's just therapeutic, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, so we will be back on Thursday with locks. Um, uh, we will answer your mailbag questions. So get us questions. If you have questions about uh, our take on Georgia's struggles or uh, our, or our, what our thoughts are on a specific aspect of the team, uh, we would love to get those from you. We'll do our best to answer them on Thursday's episode. Um, and I guess maybe – can we end on this, Clint? Can we end on I didn't I didn't prep you for this. Let me just let's just say it could be worse. You know what I'm saying? Like Oh. It could be worse. So, Daniel? It could be worse. Georgia fans. We lost a football game to LSU. Our team did not look particularly good. Uh but at least we're not University of Washington backup quarterback freshman Colson Yankoff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Daniel. I, I, it sounded. Were, uh, did you sneeze or something? Did I, I cut didn't out? Quite get that? Did I cut did out? Did cut out? What was what was that backup quarterback name at Washington again? Give it to uh, me. One more time. He's from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Um, okay. and um, he was the number seventy-five uh, overall recruit in the country last year. Okay. Uh, No, no, 175 overall recruit. He was the nation's number eight dual threat quarterback uh, prospect. And um, he now he now is at the University of Washington. He's obviously behind um, what's their current quarterback's name? Jake Browning. Jake Browning and will soon be behind Jacob Eason. So uh, he's not <laughs> yeah. going to get a ton of playing time. He will be holding that clipboard. Uh, that is number seven in your playbook, number one in your heart, Colson Yankoff. Uh. You know, Daniel, you can, you can try to tell me. You can try. That that, that boy should grow up. You should. You, and that's true. I, I, hope, I hope my boys grow up to be men. <laughs> but... But, but they will have passed you if they do. That's what you're trying to say. If your That's boys, if your young boys, in fact, grow up to be men, they will have surpassed you. That's, That's what That's you're trying what you're to say. Saying. Yes, yes, I am. All right, then. Well, I just thought maybe one to leave on. Uh, Thank you for that, Daniel. I appreciate yep. that. Was that was really helpful? Could be. That could be worse. A smile to my face. Could be worse, Georgia fans. Uh, all right. 
we don't have to play this weekend. So Praise the Lord. There's, it's good that we don't have to watch Georgia football. It's bad that we have to have this taste in our mouth. I actually kind of like the fact that we're going to have this taste in our mouth all the way leading up to Florida. I feel like practice is going to be fairly energetic for the next two if weeks. Somebody, if somebody doesn't come out taking off their helmet and punching, throwing punches and yeah. spitting and yelling. A little blood in the out. mouth. Yeah, a little blood in the Please. mouth is called for this uh, this week of practice. All right, that's it for us today. We'll be back on Thursday with our locks. We are still diehard Georgia fans. We are. Uh, We're there. Even after a ridiculous performance like that. We will talk to you guys on Thursday. See ya.